Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Kush and Kai. I'm Kai. I'm Kush. What's good, y'all? Oh, you know, just another GD Microdose. Oh, yeah! Thank you for joining us. Kush, what you been seeing in the theatery news? I caught yesterday a press screening of Dwayne Johnson's produced pro wrestling biopic about the WWE diva superstar page called Fighting With My Family. Mm, I like the trailer on this, and so did my daughter. Not just because she spotted The Rock, but some people got uh, thrown into things. Uh, how was it? How did it hit you? It's way better than it should be, than it deserves to be, than it should be. Um, uh, Stephen Merchant wrote and directed. He's the creator of The Ooh. Office. So yeah. it's, it's already got great comic timing. It's well-directed. It's well-written. Um, the characters, the, the whole movie is based on a, on a Channel 4 documentary from the UK about this, uh, this wrestling royal family called um, the Knight Family. That's Rowdy Ricky Knight, uh, mm. Sweet Soraya Knight, their daughter, uh, Brittany, who, who will eventually become Paige, and then uh, Zach Zodiac. Hmm. Uh, I wonder if... All characters in their own right. But, uh, the movie polishes them up just a little bit, makes a few of their unlikable uh, personality. Uh, Strings the kinks out a little. Yes, <laughs> yes. I wonder, they're from uh, the UK, are they not? Yes, yeah, very small town that uh, escapes my memory right now. I wonder if Stephen Merchant tracked on this story at all before or was tapped to write and direct or if he's a, a fan of wrestling. Per se. I'm sure he had seen the documentary before everything kicked into production, but no, if, uh, if you actually... If you go onto iTunes and check out episode 14 of the Cush Hayes show, you'll hear audio commentary of Dwayne The Rock Johnson talking about he's filming a movie. Uh, it's a movie with cars. I'll let you guess which one. Ah. And uh, he caught the documentary late at night and it struck a chord because he too is from a wrestling family and et cetera, et cetera. And he just immediately just started to uh, set the wheels in motion. So he got uh, Stephen Merchant to direct it and write it. He got Vince McMahon to fund the money for it. Um, uh, so it's a WWE film. Fantastic. Uh, it might as well be since it's about their company anyways. And um, if you are to engage in the WWE drinking game, oh. depending on which version you play, you will go from blind to death. Hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the the phrase WWE is uttered under just under twenty times, which I'm surprised they they held they held back on that. I thought they were going to at least go fifty. Oh wow! <clears throat> um, but but the visual, the branding, like it's it's like four deep in every scene. So like Vince Vaughn will be wearing a shirt as he's standing in front of a WWE ring, holding a WWE clipboard, <laughs> while a poster of super Get that branding Spider-Man. in there. Get that branding. <laughs> The WWE is second to none when it comes to branding. I think they might even be better than Disney. And mm-hmm. um, while their their live events are, are hit or miss, the one thing that they're great about is 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 using their footage, is is projecting the story of their wrestler, making making that that fantasy become a reality. You know, it's it's a fairy tale come true mm-hmm. uh, in the cast that uh, Paige didn't necessarily want to be a wrestler growing up, but she was the best one ah. in her country. And that's how she got cast over. All right. I gave and, it a five uh, out of six. Solid. Uh, I recommend everybody go see it. If you like wrestling, you'll love this movie. Mm-hmm. If you're even just a little bit curious about it, this this will show you some things that are happening backstage that you're not privy to even on live TV. I will say this. At one point, Paige herself actually becomes the antagonist. 
Ooh, fun. Yeah, and it's it's never never directly projected that way. Um she doesn't look like the other girls from Florida. She doesn't look like the models that have also are in also the tryouts with her. <laughs> However, Paige never takes the time to like learn about them. Learn what mm-hmm. makes them tick. Are they nice women in general? Or are, there, <laughs> or are they actually being the bitch that she projects them to be? No. They're actually all just nice people and everyone is cheering each other on and despite the that we're both vying for the same job. I'm going to still cheer you on, Kai. That's that's how this works in WWE land. Solid. Solid. Um, where would you rank this in the pantheon of um, WWE Studios movies? It's, uh, it's the best one they've produced, and they've maybe put out 25 now. Um, there's a number. Yeah, there's probably about 20 that went to theaters. There's a bunch of straight-to-video stuff that we won't count on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones I think... Uh, they were back there, but I like the rundown. They rundown is good. Yeah. Um, WWE name is definitely there. on that list. It's hard to call that a, I guess you can't call it a WWE film. That was one of the very first ones where, where people were confused. Like, oh, WWE is attached to that. That's cute. Uh, but, but The Rock and Christopher Walken, that's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get that into theaters quickly. Solid. And then going one year before the rundown uh released as wwf entertainment that's how long ago it was uh scorpion king that's right um vince mcmahon was a producer on the mummy returns and there that's how he got dwayne johnson to play the scorpion king which then led to the titular spin-off film the scorpion king and then after that both parts are just like yeah nuts to this uh, so much <laughs> sand ah uh. Yeah, and then uh, Brendan Fraser fell off the face of the earth around the same time. <laughs> he he got injured doing a stunt for The Mummy Part 3. He had and then, then went through a horrible, horrible divorce and is only just now recovering. Um, you can actually see him on the FX series. Damn, it's not Vice. It's There's a series on FX about the big rich family. Uh, mm-hmm. You're, you're more oh. that shit, right? Oh, oh, God. Getty Oil. There we, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Well, good. Glad he's, he's back. involved in a series about their family. Um, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad he's made his return to the world of living. That, uh, that, that delights me. Well, good stuff. Wait, let me look up what the... Real quick. Uh, we got... Ooh, Behind the Curtain of Night. Line of Descent. The Poison Rose. Doom Patrol. <laughs> what is this? Condor. This is all Brendan Fraser project projects oh, gotcha. that are happening. Gotcha. Trust. Trust. That was there it is. I had to keep rolling through. All right. Well, still, yeah, he's working it good on you, Brendan. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, five out of six, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go check this out. This uh, sounds good. And wait, uh, you had a we, we had a shout out to a, a, a film festival. Hmm. Oh, what was it named? What was that name? Oh, the, the unnamed uh, found footage festival. That's the one. Friends unnamed of the show. There, the people behind the unnamed found footage festival. They're at it again. Year two starts this weekend. As we're recording this, they're actually going to play last year's winner. You had you heard me do a review about it already. Butterfly kisses. Oh, fantastic! They're they're premiering that tonight i'm gonna to miss that but tomorrow starting at noon which is a friday they're gonna go the entire weekend friday and saturday and you're gonna see um 20th anniversary of the blair witch project you're gonna see the uh unreleased in the u.s uh paranormal activity 2 tokyo night 
Ah, this is this is technically a paranormal activity movie, but it is not in the same context. Japan just went like, we love this so much. We're just we're just jacking your sequel, son. We're we're, we're making nice. our own movie. Um, <laughs> I think you can find it on YouTube, but I haven't I haven't seen it unfortunately. All right, and, um, it, that'll be a good time. You can get a uh, group tickets for fifty dollars a piece, and I'll cover the entire weekend unnamed found footage festival dot com. All right, everybody, get amped. Go check it. All right, jumping in here. Uh, a little bit of movie news caught my attention. Been paying attention, much in the vein of, eh, is this going to happen? Is it not? Uh, LeBron James announced Space Jam 2 is going to start filming this summer. <laughs> He's made that announcement a few times now. And it has a release, set release date so far, July 16th, 2021. You know, Jacob's Ladder had a release date at the top of the month that it never made. In fact, they they, they, they decided to shelve it like, it was being released February 2nd, and they, they shelved it February 1st. Do we want to guess how many times the release date's going to move? I mean, if it's anything like Bill and Ted, it'll probably be a hand a few more times, yeah. Would you bet on, let's give you three and a half. Would you go over three and a half times it changes, or you go um, under? Under. I think, go we under. See, I think we see Space Jam 2 before you see Bill and Ted 3. Yeah. Wait, did Bill and Ted 3 get a release date? It has a Twitter account, apparently, that's been verified, so I'll just there go, we go with that. There we go. Which Set I still think is a prank on everybody at Twitter and the public at large. We will, we will see. Other details. We had said before Ryan Coogler was attached to direct, so yeah, I guess this is happening. Excited to see what, if we get an emotional depth or a thing or some, like, I don't know what he's going to add to this. This premise, I don't even know if the premise is the same, where the you know basketball stars have to join up to defend um, Earth again, which it was fun to see. You know, you got your, your Bill Murrays and your Danny DeVitos, Michael Jordan. But even at the time, I'm like, as a kid, I even recognized, it's like, so it's kind of like when the Harlem Globetrotters had to play all those robots in basketball. It's like, mm-hmm. all right. Right. It's like, do you do we need Coogler for this? Is he going to wow us? I hope he does. <laughs> Michael Jordan, who is considered the greatest of all time at basketball, mm-hmm. LeBron is also trying to go for the greatest of all time title. Mm-hmm. But if you're making something you, that the goat, the greatest, already did, and yours comes out worse, even though that's not a basketball thing, people will judge that against your legacy. <laughs> Do people think Space Jam is not a good movie? No, I think it's beloved. But I'm saying if the next one, as we've seen by trying to reboot anything recently, if it doesn't go off well, it's like people will be, well, that sucks. <laughs> you must it's already suck. got its haters. It's already got its people that are convinced that not only will it be bad, but they're going to see it anyways just to confirm that it's bad for you. Exactly. Okay, people so. want to hate. On, and that's the other thing. Yeah. Social media exists to hate hatred. It, you know, it's social incarnate um, and people take to it. Speaking of pre-hatred, uh, already Jason, uh, I've, uh, Jason Reitman stepping on his own dick here. Uh, Ghostbusters 3 is going to begin filming also this summer. Mm-hmm. One of the, I'm concerned because they announced it's going to start filming in Calgary. <laughs> Which, I mean, look, Ghostbusters is in there in my memory banks of of nostalgia and fondness which it evokes but one of the reasons that it like my love of the old movies is that old new yorkness of it do you know what i mean like it's in the same way that i like batman or when he was 
remember the, the, the 80, 89, the Burton Batman, when he's like fighting hobos that have sharp knives, you know, like rusty knives and stuff and alleys mm. versus a few years later when all the bad guys got that neon disease and they're doing parkour mm. through the thing. And you're like, what, what happened here? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? And so in, already in Calgary, it's like, no, no, we'll shoot for New York. You know what I mean? Or like, it'll be this. I don't even know if it's supposed to be in New York, but. It'll most likely be set in New York. Um, right? That's just, that's just the way studios run now, man. Everything's shot in either Atlanta or uh, Calgary or Vancouver or wherever that will, will not charge them a, a ridiculous amount of money like New York or Los yeah. Angeles or oh. San Francisco or wherever. Understand, I understand the why of it. Like if you tried to shoot at the same place as the first movie did, you'd be that'd be just an insurance certificate. Like it'd just be impossible to do, which is why we're not, they're not there. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm tying this to um, something that Jason Reitman said and then tried to walk back. He said, well, I'm going to make a Ghostbusters movie that gives the franchise back to the fans which people immediately hated him for saying <laughs> and he had to he had to um backtrack and uh not apologize but praise paul feig and, and the cast and stuff saying like no, no no yours was fine yours was fine <laughs> oh oops oh boy how do you feel about that where it's like yeah baby reitman take it over for daddy reitman on this project <laughs> i don't want a ghostbusters 3 i didn't want girl ghostbusters uh, everything after ghostbusters 2 has just been like audio vomit to me just uh, it, 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 not just the movie people talking about it's like that original cast and the time and place and thing it's out of the bag it's that the the magic is the lightning is out of the bottle mm-hmm. i don't know how we're gonna stuff it back in yeah, I don't think Ivan Reitman's kid. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Jason Reitman, J- J- old Jimmy Reitman. There, he. Uh, I don't think he's going to necessarily make a better Ghostbusters just because he's of his DNA. You know. Yeah, that, this is why royalty doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. Anyway, speaking of Ivan Reitman, he's still active, and after some taking t- some time off from directing, also what's coming at is triplets. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been. Oh, it's like a bad taste in my mouth. I don't monitoring this. this situation. Twins was not a good movie to begin with. Triplets you're talking about is the sequel to the old Ivan Reitman, Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy from like 1987. It Julius was, and Vincent Benedict discover they have a third sibling, Eddie a, Murphy. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. That's just dumb. I it really is just dumb. I, I, I want to see as much Eddie Murphy as we can again, but not like this. Not not in this movie, and you know the thing. The joke was wasn't funny past the poster. Okay, that was that was it. Even the trailer was like, "There you go, yeah." How could this work? Uh, But if we remember, the twins' plot was you know other than other than the superstructure of like the government trying to create a super soldier, they like blended a bunch of men together to, to get the best genes. It's just a buddy comedy of like an unlikely repair, unlikely pair reuniting. Uh, on a quest to meet their birth mother and then to pay off Danny DeVito's debts, who we find out is has all the inferior genes. <laughs> and it's like, it's a small movie, you know what I mean? And they're going to have to make it, just the rule of sequels, they're going to have to go bigger, right? So I wonder what Eddie is going to really bring to the table here. Yeah, I... If I give you one alternative, it, it's going to be just uh, unentertaining. And if I give you another alternative of how this happened, that's just going to be racist. So I'm going to just keep my mouth shut about triplets. Oh, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Eddie Murphy 
is he's like uh, he's like Steve Harvey, right? And he goes and he does a twenty three and Me thing like on air, mm-hmm. and he discovers he's related to Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he has to meet them. <clears throat> yeah, this is just again, this is stupid because Danny DeVito's in his seventies now. You know, just, just... <laughs> Yeah, if they visit him on make the... more sense to actually remake okay. yeah yeah that's not a bad idea <laughs> get 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 chris hemsworth chris hemsworth and um peter Kevin dinklage Hart, and that's oh. wins okay oh, yeah there you go win okay. right there um <laughs> that's gonna be a fucking blockbuster right there i, I i'd like to see that more now actually <laughs> is this too late i don't think so no, oh, I got anybody to make a parallel with twin or triplets. Why not? They were we're yeah, Reitman is kicking open all the. Just remake, redo them, add a sequel, do whatever you want. Let's do it. Let's make some money. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Oh, and then speaking of Chris Hemsworth. <clears throat> oh yeah, brother. Oh. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, uh, you were leading it off, but I'll just take take the reins here. Chris Hemsworth has yeah. signed on to be in a Netflix biopic. Yes. About uh, Terry Hulk Hogan Balea. Yes. Um, but what I read in the True Hollywood Reporter that broke this news is that it's only going to cover like cover his life up to like 1985, and then oh. Hulkamania starts when he had so. when he had some hair still. Uh, not much. His silken long China doll hair. <laughs> I honestly gotta say it. I think Hemsworth is a little small to play Hulk Hogan. Like, Hulk was ripped back then. Yeah, it was ripped today. Like, unlike The Rock, who who actually like depending on what movie he's working on, like will adjust size to whatever fits his, his mentality or how he's feeling that day. Hulk has always been the same frame. Like he, he's gone out of his way to maintain the same size and stature and muscle density and everything. Like he's never wanted to be bigger than that. It is. He'll be damned if he's ever smaller. Um, but I think Hemsworth is just uh, Hemsworth not 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 beefy enough for this role. Hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, maybe this is his, like, he wanted to spend a summer bulking up kind of a thing. It could still happen. That's not impossible. He could spend the whole summer working out after Avengers 5, and there you go. Um I think what will definitely put this over the top, and again, this is only going from like period X to Y, but if they can squeeze in uh, a Macho Man appearance played by uh, um, Joe Manganiello, oh, that yeah. thing would be epic. That'd be great. That would be great. You know, I mean, I'm a tiny bit ironic that Chris Hemsworth Thor is more body type to play Hulk than Mark Ruffalo is. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing against Mark Ruffalo. <clears throat> Marvel Comics, uh, ironically or not ironically. Thor's Hulk. Yeah, anyway. They, they own the name Hulk. Thor's Hulk, then Hulk's Hulk. So, and, and any, any, any old Hulk Hogan merchandise you used to own back in the 80s, right at the very bottom in the fine print, would be like licensed by Marvel Comics. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's all I had on my uh, newsy plate. A lot of coming this summer news of things that were like, oh, they're remaking that? <laughs> Are they doing that again? It's it's all happening again. Time is a flat circle. And uh, just like that, visit us on cushionkai.com. Check out Cush's awesome reviews. You know where to find us on the social email somewhere. You can Google it and find it or not. But um, 
iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. We're everywhere. Most major podcasts are streaming. All right. Well, we'll catch you on the flip of the flat circle. Until then, have yourself a, a, a jolly, jolly merry good one. And uh, be safe. Don't drive drunk. Uh, go to bed probably at a good time. Get some reading in. Be good to each other. All right. Rock on, Kush. Rock on, Kai. Bosley.net. Sit, Bosley, sit. Is he going to wow us? I hope he does. <laughs>